Hey, folks, we are live. Uh, welcome, welcome, everyone, to the show. Uh, let's see. It is about, it's only like eight minutes past when we normally show up for the show. So, yeah, we're on time. <laughs> so, <laughs> as all right, close so, as we're ever going to be. Yeah. And the, the cameras are off right now. I'm just making sure people start streaming in real quick. And I'm going to uh, flick the cameras on here in a second. Just give me one second to make sure everything's good over here and we're going to go. And hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, let's see. Joining me tonight, we have Bicycle Legs. We have Hi. Joe Bacon. We have, of course, Kyle. We have myself. And joining us audio only is Purple Rhymes with Orange. Welcome. Hello. Okay. It is uh, It is the 26th of September in the year of our Lord, 2020. <laughs> Got to get used to the, the Christian shit with the, the new Supreme Court lady coming. <laughs> oh, God. What a What's nightmare fucking hellhole we live in right now. <laughs> oh please! Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll have to we will we'll have to see how the uh, the confirmation process goes. It is entirely within the realm of possibility that she will implode. Well, I mean, One, we can we can we, always we, hope, right? <laughs> we we are hoping, we are hoping against hope. I'm tired of hoping. I know, I know. I've been well, hoping, I'm hoping the Democrats no can find a way to stall it until January. Well, they 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 can't be they they don't. McConnell has fifty one votes. The only I mean, way the only way I can think of that they could stop it is if the House votes out impeachment because the way the Senate rules are, an impeachment takes precedent over anything else. And if Nancy Pelosi threw like twelve impeachments. And McConnell would have to throw him out day after day. Well, that only sounds plausible then, because he keeps breaking the goddamn law. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the only thing I can think of that can stop him. Can't we? It'd be a shame if somebody flipped McConnell on his back. You know, then he couldn't make it to the Senate. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please, don't tempt me. I beg of you, don't tempt me. Oh, and we got Doorknob Head joining us in the chat there, and we got Dom from Melbourne, Australia. Yes. Well, just remember, it may be 2020 for you Christians, but it's 5781 for us Jews. <laughs> <laughs> and as the old joke goes, it's the Jewish year 5781. It's the Chinese year 4300. Do you know what that meant for about 1300 years? It meant <laughs> the Jews didn't know where to go for Christmas dinner. <laughs> send your hate mail no i'm just kidding guys <laughs> i saw one that made sense that the mayan calendar transposed a digit and it's supposed to have ended at 2021 yeah you have the one uh dyslexic mayan that yeah, the, the dyslexic mayan <laughs> yeah. he carved the stone wrong I mean, anything's well, possible, right? Oh, and Evans is joining us too. Hi, Evans. How's it going? You, have you put any new videos recently? Ah. Sorry, fucking inside joke. <laughs> no, I, I like Evans. He's a good guy. Oh man. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it's uh, we got twenty three people watching us across whatever services we're doing this over. Uh, it's been fun doing uh, t Twitch this week. That's been a lot of fun, especially because you get people going. 
wait, where's your regular content? Somebody said on the, the Utah outcast thing this week. And I'm like, gee, I don't know. How about you watch the goddamn video and I'll tell you why there hasn't been any content this week. Instead of you just being like, I went for Alicia. Where's your tits? It's just like, come on guys. I got, we tits all do, too. but they're in quarantine. <laughs> <sighs> Man. So I'd, I'd ask how everybody's week has been, but, um, I, I think we all kind of know the answer to that. Every, yeah. To, for that, for most people, um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and get started. I've got a, uh, I had to miss last week because I've got somebody in the family who's, uh, literally circling the drain right now. And it's, it's, it's terrible. And it might seem rude to say that, but he's near death. So he's not hearing me saying that anyway. So it's one of those things. And I, I'm, I'm sad that it's happening and I'm sad it happened to him, but it's, it's a, thing of life and the the person that is is currently having a problem he's he's about 83 84 years old so it's not it's not too uncommon for people of that age to to you know die of death you know yeah that may seem kind of rude to some people but it's like i i think at 80 something when when the reaper comes knocking not much you can do you just have to be like oh hey been waiting for you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, that's been my, my week is dealing with that and the fallout because I've, I've, I've dealt with death in the family before. And so it's not like it's anything really that new to me, but it's a, it's a new thing for the family because they haven't really, everybody's kind of a uh, good in that family. No one's really passed away at an early age or anything like that. So for my wife, it's completely new. And for like the mother, it's completely new because no one else has passed away. So it's tough, but um, uh, yeah, his his kidney stopped working today, so it's a oh, matter of time, guys. So, but anyway, I don't need sympathies. I don't need anything like that. He's a good guy, and I enjoyed every minute that I got to spend with him. But at the same time, he's of that age where it's like, okay, we're calling you home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's time for you to time for you to rest. And I and I've said that to people in the family. They don't like me saying that. I'm like. I think guys, he's, I think he's ready to be done. You know, <laughs> like as much as you want to fight for them to be here and everything, there's just sometimes where it's just like, man, I'm fucking tired. And I've, yeah. I've, he's had years of having like really bad arthritis to the point where he can barely move. So he's like just trapped within his own body. Oh yeah. No, I'd be <laughs> done. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Like, and he barely has the energy to get up because he's had both knees replaced, both hips replaced, and like even joints and toes fused and stuff like that mm. because he can't, oh, he man. can't move very well. And so it's just like, he's just like, uh, at this point, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm done, pull the plug on me. So, yeah, I'm definitely with that. There's a point where you just decide it's over with. Well, and that's what my wife has been saying, and we've been trying to get the rest of the family to understand that it's like it's not so much about just life in general, it's quality of life. Yeah. Yeah, that's my uncle's in a long care long care home, and it's like the families keep trying to keep him alive, especially his wife. And I think it would be more humane to let him go at this point. I went through that with my grandmother. She was going strong until she had a stroke at 105. And then the last two years, she just suffered, suffered. I kept saying, you know, she she wants to go. She she's ready. She just wants to go. That's a long and run, unfortunately, man. Unfortunately, unfortunately, really... my aunt decided that 
she knew better and all this Jesus shit. Mm. Yeah. And oh, that, just, that's, that's led to some funny shit that happened in the family this week. My, oh, my wife, I'm sorry, X. No, no, this one's actually pretty funny because like people that I didn't think were religious at all, they were talking about how my goddamn son-in-law came into the house and he brought the devil with him. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, please, please tell me more, you know. <laughs> if, if you guys only knew the the guy sitting across the room from you, what his persuasion is, <laughs> just be, he brought the devil with him. Did you get his number? Yeah, I mean, like he he never returned my fucking off. calls. <laughs> the number is sixty nine. But they're trying to say like, oh, everything's been bad luck since he came and lived in our house, and he brought the devil with him, and we've had to have somebody come by and smudge the devil out using sage. And I'm just like, <laughs> wait a second, wait a second, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Sage, sage? yeah, that's that's a sage, that's ridiculous. Sage doesn't work on the devil. <laughs> it's so funny to me that sage, you know, something that was used primarily in like Native American ritual. I mean, it's used in other yeah. ones too, witches and stuff as well. But, but it's they, also, I mean, hey, remember the old Dracula movies from Universal where it was Wolfbane and garlic? But well, it's being garlic, co-opted yeah. by Christianity, and I had no idea these people were Christian. And like they, <laughs> they outed themselves to me as like, oh fuck, I don't want to hang out with these guys ever again. I mean, I was already there, but I definitely <laughs> don't want to hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> when you when yeah, you said sage, I was wondering whether they were trying to exorcise the devil or whether they were trying to roast a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> or no, sage for me would be more of a pork, I think, because the. I'm a vegetarian. No, I don't know. I don't rosemary know for things. for 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 chicken for sure. No, sage is <laughs> sage is lovely on on chicken and pork and turkey and any meat. <laughs> any meat. <laughs> uh, just, oh, I mean, cool. just a bit, just a little bit. Yeah, you don't not too much. Food. It can it can get pretty overpowering. Yeah. <laughs> See, Evan says no. Oh, nah, you got to use sage and sweet grass to get rid of the devil. <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was just like, this is, well, this is my life now. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well. And of course, people are doing the, the, the most fucked up thing you could do when somebody's knocking on death's door. They're talking about stuff. You know, they're mm. fighting about stuff already. Oh, God. When my grandma. Grandma Mitchell was passing away. My mom kept saying, the diamond ring, the diamond ring. I want the diamond ring for Spike. Uh, and, for my, and she kept saying, diamond ring, diamond ring. And when mom passed away, my sister kept yelling about a silver dollar that I had. One silver dollar. <laughs> one. 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 That my grandmother gave me. And she said, well, we should be able to split it because it's going to be worth hundreds of dollars. No, it's not. <laughs> it's worth a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> yeah. That is the legal tender that it yeah. is worth a dollar. Yeah. It, yeah. it is worth one buck. <laughs> you can't you can't get her to understand that. <laughs> and for and for over a fucking year. But you should have said yelling. to them, you should have said to them, look, I'll keep the <sighs> silver dollar and I'll give you each a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, let me go put this in the machine to get some change. Don't <laughs> yeah. oh, tempt me because that's what I was swearing to do. <laughs> and I just, I'm so tired of them. Like all, the guy's still in the fight for his life. It's like, hey, could you have a little bit of fucking decorum? You know, like 
No, no. Okay. Let's let's worry about the stuff. And yeah, fuck that, that, that's you. It. <laughs> oh my! So, so uh, doorknob's head says, "Did the uh, silver dollar fit through the eye of the needle?" <laughs> you know, okay. here that's was something funny. <laughs> oh, look, look. I remember years ago, Grandma Bacon told me this back in the '30s. There was this running joke. Um, because uh, John D. Rockefeller was supposedly this big born-again Christian, and he was supposedly confronted by Norman Thomas. And Norman Thomas was an ordained Presbyterian minister, but an active socialist. And he ran for president multiple times on the socialist ticket. But Norman Thomas said it and said to uh, Rockefeller, you know, um, the Bible says that it's more difficult it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get in the kingdom of heaven. And John D. Rockefeller replied, well, God gave me enough money that I can make a very, very, very big needle and easily walk through it. <laughs> it's funny for me because there, that, that saying always makes me laugh because there was a guy that I worked with that like, tried to give me an apologetic about, well, the eye of the needle technically is the name of a gate that's in Jerusalem. And I'm like, Bullshit. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah, that and the mustard seed shit. Yeah. You know? Bullshit. <laughs> oh, and it's your favorite guy that was the derp. You could talk to him about that one there, Kyle. I yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not talk with that guy. <laughs> no, oh. oh wait a second, guys. I got about my matters ca- of faith. Yeah. <laughs> I got my California ballot today. Hang on for a second. You you won't believe me unless I show you. Is Arnold on it? No, he's actually helping with the... No, uh, Con- Kanye's on it. Oh. <laughs> Kanye's on ours. We're, we're taking... Oh, I, I haven't even seen it yet. I haven't got mine yet. Uh, they they haven't on. come out yet, but they oh. released it. They, they want to see it. You got to hold it closer to... I, I can't it's see screen it. screening out. Yeah. <laughs> see, the ballot wants to hide, and you know why it wants to hide? Because, because it's fucking I, embarrassing. It, it, it's goddamn embarrassing. <laughs> For President of the United States on the California ballot, the very last entry is for the American Independent Party, which is the old George Wallace racist party. Oh, oh that's fitting. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> wait, you, 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 the presidential candidate on the American Independent ticket is Rocky de la Fuente Guerra and the vice president. Play text time, man. I am co- I'm crossing my heart. I am not making this up. <laughs> the vice presidential candidate on the American independent ticket in California. Jill Stein. Kanye. Oh. <laughs> Omare West. Wait, he's on the ballot twice? He's on the ballot just once for vice president. For vice president, but not actually. On the George Wallace racist party ticket. What? That's that's fucking insane. What the? <laughs> you know this this time four years ago we were sitting back and talking about know. the election and see if I can. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to turn off your green screen and have it show up that way because it's it's uh it's catching Let's whenever see. you. Yeah, I've got a Minnesota ballot here, and we've got uh, nine in candidates Lu- listed for yeah. president, including Kanye West. In Louisiana, Kanye West is the candidate of the birthday party, and I am not making that up. The mm-hmm. birthday party. 
Well, well, Minnesota is just listed as an independent, not affiliate with any party. <laughs> you get yeah, on that. He's, he's on he's on ours as unaffiliated, but not for vice, not as vice president. Yeah, vice what the fuck? president. Uh, how Jordan, it, how Jordan is Jump, it, he says, how is it not illegal? How is that not illegal to just intentionally try to fuck up an election like that? I I Here. personally think that. You know, age shouldn't be the only thing that precludes you from being age and where you were born should not be the things that, you know, matter when you're picking goddamn candidates for president of the United States. It It should be a little bit more strenuous. Oh, yeah. You should have to be able to at least pass a a, a civics exam or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, there it is. There it is. First off, Rocky De La Fuente ran as a Democrat and a Republican in the presidential primaries this year. And he winds up on the George Wallace party ticket, along with Kanye West. Oh, Sasha and Chad is like, uh, so who's voting for Brock Pierce? Yeah, we definitely need a civics test because certainly Trump would have never gotten in if they asked him how the government runs. Yeah, that's OK. Somebody he, he would have paid somebody to take it for it. Yeah, that's is that right. an In-N-Out burger. This is a Cassell's burger <laughs> about three blocks away. <laughs> There, wait a second. And uh, nice pastrami sandwich there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am All just right, about pastrami. finished editing stuff here. I've been a bit quiet because I've been trying to work through. I've got new stuff set up, and it took me a minute to get everything good to go. So yeah, I just want to remind people that regardless of who you're going to vote for for president, it's important to get out there and vote. Because Please. there is a realistic chance that the Democrats could take both houses of Congress. Mm-hmm. Yes. So voting yes. for your representatives and senators is vital. Yes. It's like, but you guys have like what twenty odd elections all on at the same time, don't you? You have um, Congress, you have president, you have mm-hmm. in East. certain places, you have like state governors and state oh, yeah. houses and yeah, state well, senates see, and I mean, like, local government got, elections got, and. We've got everything from the president down to city council members on the Don same Kedger. ballot. You yeah. see, we, we do that on separate days here. That's the thing, you know, like we have a federal election on one day and then probably not even in the same year, we'll have a state election and then we'll have, like we had council elections in March and we've got state election on, on mm-hmm. Halloween actually. And then the next federal election's not due for another couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. On, on my ballot, I have for the uh, Los Angeles city council, and there are five seats on the community college board of trustees, and then the state <laughs> assembly and state senator, district attorney, and then three judges. And of course, being California, we have uh, oh, we got about fifteen propositions to vote for, and then at the very very end of the ballot is president, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, the down at the bottom at the of my ballot, absolute- we've got uh, school district. School board members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a what a fucking world we're living in. Man. And the supervisor <laughs> for the Department of Water and Soil Conservation. Well, that would be on the ballot if yeah. more than one candidate ran for the office. And as usual, in the water and the sewer districts, there's only one candidate that runs. So if only one candidate runs, there is no election. He's automatically, he or she is automatically elected and a whole yeah, bunch elected of them unopposed. Yeah. 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 Did you hear that in 2016, a guy got himself elected to be a judge because he wrote his own name in? Yeah. 
and there were more seats open than there were candidates listed on the ballot. Well, that used to happen in Pennsylvania all the time. That's another concept that's completely foreign to me is elected judges. I mean, we even had a coroner. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. I vote I vote every judge out every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, in, nope, in you've had long enough. Yeah. Fuck off. You're done. You know, <laughs> get somebody. Yeah. In um, my home county, Beaver County in Pennsylvania. Well, one time the coroner was actually just a member of the Carpenters Union. <laughs> not an MD. And he did that because 50 people wrote his name in. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we have a terrible system for putting people into the positions of power in this country. It's a, it's almost like it's just kind of made up on the spot. <laughs> like, well, in, in the last election, <laughs> Nevada elected a dead pimp to their state legislature. Yeah, yeah. he died and he still won. Yeah, he, he owned a brothel and he died before the election and he still got in. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, the guy that owned the Cottontail ra- or the, the Bunny Ranch. What the, the hell is ca- his name? Wait, 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 which, the Cherry Patch Ranch, wasn't that it? I'm trying to think of the guy's name because I heard him on the radio here. There was a local radio station that had him on every once in a while and the lady DJ would just shut up because he's like, a, she's like, I fucking hate this guy. I'm not gonna uh, let's see, dead brothel <laughs> owner elected yeah of course it's going to pop up in google that's great dennis hoff that's the guy's name yeah yep it's that's hilarious next time next time i next time i talk to her i'm going to tell her you called her the lady dj (laughs) the lady dj (laughs) i don't think she'll ever come on the show oh and by the way by the way you you remember he was here he is a pimp running a running a prostitution service and he was endorsed by the religious right. Well, yeah, he has all the receipts. You know? <laughs> uh, let's see. On this night, that says here, Mr. Hastert, you slept with uh, <laughs> a sheep. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> a sheep? Oh, like Gene Wilder and everything you always wanted to know about sex? <laughs> No, I was going to say like Rimmer in uh, the Red Dwarf book, but that's the obscure. No, no, no. I still, I still remember Gene Wilder's segment and everything. You always want to know about sex, where he fell in love with a sheep, and the sheep left him, and then he wound up. You saw him there, right there at the gutter, drinking woolite straight from the bottle. Damn it! <laughs> when I was uh when I was reading the uh the what was it Doug Naylor I think wrote the book for Red Dwarf. He went to a brothel to try to find somebody, and he's like, hey. No, okay, so uh, Rimmer goes into the place that's a house of ill repute, and Lister is the driver that got him in there, and he kept t- waiting for him to pay for his fare, and he was, like, not coming back out. So he goes in to look for him, and, like, the, the madam is like, oh, what model of female android would you like? And he's like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. And he's like, okay, well, what about the male androids over here? And he's like, nope, I'm looking for an, I'm looking for a young-looking guy. And so they're like, oh, so you want the child? He's like, no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> and then they're like and the person thinks for a second they're like and then there's like a sheep one he calls the sheep android in <laughs> and then like he, he's like no god not that at all and i'm looking for this one guy that came in he's like oh and so he makes the sheep go away and the sheep like shakes its ass on the way out and turns back and winks at him and everything else is one of the funniest things i've read in a book in a long time <laughs> oh man Let's see. What are you guys talking about in chat? Let's see. 
On Night Court, Dan Fielding lost to a dead man. Great show. I haven't thought about Night Court in a long time. <laughs> that was a great show. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Go back and watch it. I don't. I don't know if you would. It's like all sitcoms. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. It does not no. hold up. It doesn't like, hold up. It's like when you go back and watch sitcoms and you're like, I remember this being funny. And you're like, wait, the premise of this whole thing is that they're working on a late night court. Yeah, about the about the only about the only classic <laughs> show that holds up is MASH. MASH still I, holds up. I think I care about a little dog that dies. <laughs> she obviously cares about the little dog that died, so I don't know. One of the best bits about Night Court is how few people recognize Brent Spinner in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember with with the with the uh, chicken? Who was he? Was he just a, someone that came on every once in a while, or was he yeah, a recurring? He, he, he was he was just an occasional appearance there, but he was a he played a a full blown hick. <laughs> there was like one time. Remember they, they they he he and his wife were getting involved with um, starting a chicken business, and supposedly they they let the gas the, too much um, propane into the tank. Where the chickens chickens were, and the chickens all got fried. Then there were other things like that. And yeah. I remember the one where they bought the concession stand, and they were selling yeah. like Milky Way bars for a hundred bucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I remember Brent Spiner from was, um, oh God, what was it? The uh, the the terrible alien invasion movie, Independence Day. And, yeah, Independence Day, and then he was also. He, he almost got a Razzie nomination for um, Dana Carvey's The Master of Disguise. Oh my God, he was in that piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> he just he just missed getting a nomination for Worst Supporting Actor by a couple votes. I think there was some stiff competition that year, probably too. Joe. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right, so I, I said my exciting thing that happened to me this week. Kyle, has anything fun happened to you this week? Since we can move it on that way, because otherwise oh, no, I'll have to I've go been, to show I've notes. Been, I've been I've been sequestered into into technical certification training all week. Though it it did make me laugh that you were talking about Jesus Christ. This guy needs to not have all of his tabs open. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was <clears throat> there's a there's a lot I could say. Um, not going to. <laughs> what did you share uh, yeah, the show link just, with them? God, you got them let's, listening. Let's, let's just let's just say if you were if you are teaching a a class that has to do with any kind of security, especially cybersecurity, it's probably not a good idea to open up your your browser with your bookmarks bar enabled and a half dozen tabs already open. So, yeah, I, I started out this class knowing way too much about this guy and immediately not liking him. <laughs> like, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I yeah, know. it's funny. It just, I just went the whole week, you know, slowly picking out little bits of information from, from things he said. And yeah, I was right about him. Like you have a whole profile of the guy at this point. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's 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 a he's a QAnon. Oh no. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the fucking Q people are just they're getting everywhere. 
and it's they're, they're so easy to spot though yeah i mean they, they literally they can't even hide it they wear Not on even, their sleeve so much it creeps into everything like they make conversation and just they'll just drop cue shit in the middle of a conversation and be like Oh, you're one of those idiots. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm done talking to you now. I don't I don't want to JFK I don't want to breathe Jr. this showing up next week, X. JFK mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah, that's the lead spread from. Oh god, those Q people are starting to spread here, you know. Yeah. Um, I actually was worldwide. And- I was drive I was driving down like one of our main roads, just like five minutes away from my house. And there's a, a fence, and somebody's graffiti like "Save the Children" on us. Yeah, we've got some of those guys in comments from trolls this week because yeah. there's oh, some good. <laughs> there's I, somebody who believe in this cute shit. Every <laughs> Saturday, they, they're they're marching in Hollywood. They're marching down Hollywood Boulevard. They're going into CNN headquarters, and they're yelling about "Save the Children." That's one of the the comments that we've got coming up is that mm-hmm. somebody's like, well, even if you don't believe in Q, how are you not against pedophilia? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, we didn't say that at all. <laughs> we're, it's, it's not an either or. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, we're talking about pedophilia that actually exists in every religion that's out there. How about that? Yeah. Let's start with that one. Can we yeah. can we clean that up at least? You know? let, let, let's start with Bruce Ritter and what he really was doing in the Hollywood branch of the Covenant House. Or the fucking guy in Australia. What's his nuts? The 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 cardinal there. Cardinal Pell. Yeah, Pell. That got to fucking uh, walk, man. Yeah. I was so angry about that when that happened. I mean, like they had him well, dead to rights on that shit. Yeah, they got to walk. It, it's just yeah. like Cardinal Phony, uh, former Cardinal Phony Mahoney, here in Los Angeles, who threatened the grand jury, saying that if they if they voted to indict him, he would ex- he would um, excommunicate them. He told him that point blank in the grand jury. He walked. There had been another bishop here last year that got um, convicted and had the conviction overturned. So. When that happened with Cardinal Pell, we were angry as fuck, but we weren't surprised. <laughs> it's just fucked up, and everybody and they're they're the ones going like, "Oh, Tom Hanks is raping children." Be like, "No, how about oh, let's go Oprah, with the people we don't know." Don't forget Oprah. <laughs> Oprah's the Antichrist. Yes, they're so mad about that video that we put out like three years ago, and it's just like. I don't even remember the context of this conversation, and I'm, I'm likely not going to go back and watch this shit either. <laughs> so. It's like, Look, I mean, I've got a whole family that believes this Q shit. It's it's really ridiculous. A lot of it is really ridiculous. You know that if three quarters of these people, three quarters of these people, if they ever even had the opportunity to actually do something substantial about uh, human trafficking or even if it was just child sex trafficking. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even lift a finger. Oh, that's true. Goes without saying, fella. Well, that's here's true. the thing. You ask them what mm-hmm. child sex trafficking is, and they probably have the the mindset of it being, oh, you know, people buying and selling children for the sake of you know having sex with them and kind of things. Like, nope, it's actually a lot more vague than that. You know, I mean that <laughs> that might be part of it, but yeah, hey. 
let's just say that, you know, your, your kid has a friend that's homeless and they happen to be prostituting in order to make ends meet kind of thing. If you have them stay at your house, guess what you are? Yeah. Yeah. You're enabling child sex trafficking. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm sure some of these people, uh, for me, I just view it all as projection. All these motherfuckers are just projecting all this shit onto everybody. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure the vast majority of them, of them are. Well, and also you have, okay. Here in Utah, we have a guy that's a, it's a company called Operation Underground Railroad. Yeah. He's a good guy. He he is gen he is genuinely a a good guy. I've had more than one long conversations with him and and the people involved in that company. Uh, they they actually don't. This guy uh, lives not too far away from me. But from my um, small research that I did on that, mm-hmm. there is a huge proponent of it. Is when they help these people out. There is a religious bent to it. Yeah. You know? Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah. Always. And the thing is, yeah. you don't go along with the religious part of it. Guess what they do? They say, thank you very much. We wish you the best. You know, you know, you don't, if you're not going to follow along with the program, they, they don't need to have you sticking around. So. Mm-hmm. And it was, well, I guess we, 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 we should, me up we, should more, we, you know? should, we should mention they don't do that to the kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's just for the people who actually want to uh, volunteer with the project. Yeah, in my uh, but they but actually they actually don't just take anybody. You you can't really just go volunteer to help. No, they they do rely on people who have some expertise or skills. Yep. Oh, hey, Anwin just showed up. I'm gonna let her in real quick. Uh, there we go. All right, let's see. Uh, I have a I have a quick little bit of news if we want to do this fun little uh, audio segment here just for the the people out there why not right uh, it's Glenn Beck anybody we haven't heard from oh, Glenn oh. in a long time so uh, this is from Right Wing Watch and he doesn't trust anybody who graduates with a degree in journalism including Glenn because he couldn't because he couldn't I don't think that he has any kind of I, he's probably been given honorable doctorates from conservative shitholes, but <laughs> as far as you know, him actually earning something, he let's not forget, guys. Glenn Beck was a fucking radio shock jock, you yep. know? Oh, yeah, yeah, a really boring, a yeah. bad a one, third, and boring a, one, you know? A third rate warning zoo. And guess who oh. else was one of those people that probably don't remember? Know this one, Mike Pence, vice president yep. of the United States, was yeah. a shock jock, it was a fucking yep. radio shock jock. So that's not at all surprising. Fucking radio scum. (laughs) (laughs) That's an inside joke for you. (laughs) There's a morning show like we were talking about. Kyle and I listened to it and they, they, they are radio people that fucking hate radio people. Oh yeah. So it's a constant thing on their show. They're just like, ah, good morning. Welcome to the the latest news about coronavirus. It's like, my name is Tib Hughes. (laughs) Yeah. It's like where they give like the the people that just put on the airs of it. It's like when people used in broadcasting used to do the ah well listen to the news now it's time for news and they do these fucked up voices and stuff. It's radio scum can't fucking stand them. Anyway, mm-hmm. Glenn Beck is uh, turning into Colonel Sanders. He's got the fucking beard going on and everything. He's <laughs> weird looking. Anyway, here, here's a here's Glenn. If you have a degree from any school of journalism, I don't trust you. 
You have lied over and over and over and over again. Just like he does in his book yeah. that he has on his desk in this clip that I'm looking yeah. at here. Is that so? So d- does that imply? Because it seems to imply that he he does trust journalists, quote, who have absolutely no degrees or education yeah. in journalism. That's what the uh, the logic would say. That, you know? that would be the implication there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lying, lying, you know, that thing they teach you how to do in journalism school, lying. Yes. Oh, sure. They, yeah, because, because I, do, has I been... do remember there was an entire semester spent on, on how to, how to be very crafty about your, your deceptions and lies. There's, I think he uh, just hates anyone capable of fact checking. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was <laughs> journalistic, yeah. journalistic deception 1010. That's, mm. That's what the class was. You know, nothing at all about, you know, checking sources, double checking sources, right. finding more than one source for your story, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, oh, well, your source is just some unnamed person. Like, yeah, that's how fucking sources work. You don't burn them yeah. <laughs> the first chance you get. <laughs> they're not you're anonymous, not gonna, you're not gonna not get anonymous any more to the sources. journalist, you know. Exactly. If, if You're not going to get any more sources if you keep outing them. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. You are you are pointing everyone's direction in the wrong direction. And I echo the words of Donald Trump. You are an enemy to mankind. Oh, wow. Okay, that's very fascist of you. That is very, very fascist. Although I will point I will I will point out because I'm petty as fuck. (laughs) It's best when you're quoting somebody to actually get the quote right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Somebody somebody took something I said like two weeks ago and put made a quote out of it and they're like, that's a good quote. And I'm like, did I fucking say that? <laughs> sure, I'm why like, not? I I don't know. Don't fucking quote me. You know, there's a reason that <laughs> this this past week I, I switched every one of our two thousand something videos over from entertainment mm-hmm. over to comedy. <laughs> because it's really tragic comedy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I feel like we try to make each other laugh more than we try to inform, you know. So entertainment yeah. feels a bit like um entertainment tonight kind of levels of shit where you're talking about like let's talk about the new movies coming out and we That is that is true. That there's is no true. such thing as movies anymore. That's that's right. fake news, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> okay, let's uh let's see what uh what else Glenny boy has to say cuz enemy of mankind. Really? Mm-hmm. Fucking really, like of all the enemies of mankind that you could possibly bring up, you know, I wouldn't say drug dealers because they're providing a service. I wouldn't say, um, how about warlords? There you go. Those could be the yeah. enemy of mankind, you know, or wait, no, hang on. Warlords is just buzzwords for the people that our side doesn't like. Um, <laughs> shit. How about military? Uh, how about let's not have enemies of mankind at all because yeah. most people aren't. Yeah, Doing. billionaires. The grand Prix <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a good one. Billionaires yeah. are the fucking enemy yeah. of mankind because they're concentrating wealth instead of you yeah. know, right? We should also we should, we, we should say billionaires and fake billionaires. You know, pretend yes. billionaires. That's just most- to make sure. Just to make sure it's all encompassing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything billionaire and then exclamation point billionaire as well. So yeah, there you billionaires go. and. Billionaires. Not billionaires. So. <laughs> you are an enemy to man's freedom. What you have done, 
will be remembered a hundred years from now when maybe, possibly, possibly, men are free again after what you have done. Wait, wait. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, where? Well, I can agree with that. Like, the, Bruh, after, where'd my freedom the, go? <laughs> yeah, well, after the hatchet job that the New York Times did on Hillary in 2016, you know? Mm. Or how about the fact that, you know, all of the Russia shit started leaking out like three weeks before the election and yeah. like, we caught wind of it and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And people still voted for the shithead. So, yeah. Yep. And people right now, after four years of this fucking gridlock of nothing getting done, and he had years of owning all three houses. He had the he had the house. He had the Congress. I'm sorry. He had the House. He had the Senate. He had the he has the judiciary now, and he has the fucking executive branch all laced up. And what the fuck did he get done? He got to play golf a lot. Nothing. He got fucking nothing done. So, well, did you yeah. see that Trump's back to promising as soon as the election's over, we're going to have a national health plan? You know, <laughs> the one that everyone's going to be my, covered. But I can't wait for my $200 card that he's going to, a pride that he's going to give me. I can't wait. It's just funny to me that these same people that are like just absolutely licking Trump's taint when it comes to everything that he's talking about have been on unemployment that those unemployment benefits have long since worn off mm -hmm. that they are being forced to have to go back to work, even though they're showing that these hostile working environments that people are working in, like at the Smithfield plants and shit yep. that those were like completely bought off by the executive branch because he made a fucking uh, executive uh, order about the whole thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. You have yep. all of this stuff showing these people that they don't give a fuck about you at all. But the mm -hmm. important thing is they're voting Trump because he makes the left angry. Oh, not only that, yeah. Trump kicks the colored people down. And that's what they especially like people back in Pennsylvania. They like that. <laughs> they love to see Trump kick the colored people down. And how many thousands of coal miners have been put back to work? <laughs> oh, Zero Plenty of them, according to what my relatives are saying. They live in a completely different world from us. And so yeah, the couple of mines that have reopened are using huge heavy equipment. So they're employing like a dozen people instead oh, of the 700 they used to. Oh, yeah. That's not what, that's not what Fox News or OANN says. Yeah, they, so keep sorry, talking about, they keep talking about the 12 new steel mills that were open in Pennsylvania. We're doing a bit more politics stuff than we normally do, only because I can't fucking believe that this is a problem in 2020. Like, that there are 40% of my fellow Americans that are going to vote for this asshole again. Yeah. And I see in this state alone, as I'm driving my kids to school every day, houses with fucking Trump 2020 flags hanging out of them. Or people with their trucks with the 2020 flags. And it's like, it's a million dollar home and you have a Trump flag on it. Yeah, I know why you have that on there. Because you don't want your taxes to be increased. And But guess what? Increasing your taxes isn't fucking socialism. No. It isn't, it isn't anarchism. <laughs> but this is the party where, God forbid, they actually use the word that means what it is that they're against, you know? Yeah, I don't understand people who vote for Trump, but I understand even less the people who look at it and just say, nah, can't be bothered voting. 
Well, and one of the ads currently running in Minnesota is, you know, bashing about them raising taxes and also talking about, you know, how Minnesota, how Minneapolis got burnt in the riots. So it's like they object to defunding the police, but they don't want to pay taxes that would pay for the police. Yeah. Same thing here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to reform the police, even though it's for no. everybody's best interest. No. No, they instead, don't, they don't, let's give they don't them fucking taser shields. They don't, they don't want to hear about police forces dramatically, drastically underperforming. They are so, they're terrible. They're not run well at all. And we just keep handing them fucking military hardware. You know, not military hardware that would actually do good in communities. You know, yeah. like communications equipment. Yeah. Uh, having yeah. having portable housing get put up, you know. Uh, having having bivouac hospitals that you could have set up, you know, you could have all of these things set up to help the community, but no, nah, let's just give them a them fucking tanks. bearcat. Let's give them fucking armored personnel carriers to drive yeah. around and oh. grenade launchers. Where oh. are they going to use those? Yeah, don't forget, don't forget the helicopters here in Los Angeles. And I still remember when Daryl Gates wanted to buy a submarine, the stuff a submarine, these a submarine. Were- he wanted a submarine to intercept drug traffic. These are the same people that if you were to, if the shoe was on the other foot and we had a liberal president, which we haven't Mm -hmm. had one of those in a long fucking time, um, (laughs) and they were protesting in the streets against this whole thing, and they were shot with CN gas, and they were shot with rubber bullets, they'd be like, these are war crimes. How dare you do this to us American citizens? They'd be also be the first to shoot back, I think. But (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm constantly amazed by the uh, the level of uh, not non-escalation that the people getting attacked in the streets by cops are taking. You know, it's oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they have shields. They have shields, and that's a problem. Oh, but apparently, I, I saw something about tuna. The, I, I, I saw something <laughs> oh, yeah. about how the cops the are now have the cops have now got shields that have tasers in. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'd be a shame. Uh, Hey guys, uh, if anybody's in that area and you know somebody that's going to go into an area where there might be a thing, wear a raincoat, insulation, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or well, in a, a, a super super soaker with the salt water. Yeah, that'll short them out pretty quick too. Or yeah. you know, you know what else works? When they started throwing the tear gas, they responded with cordless leaf blowers, blew it back at the police. Oh, love it. And and notice how the how the little punk who went on a rampage in Kenosha, in Kenosha is now being hailed as a hero. A hero. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And he, his <laughs> yeah. mom got a standing ovation at a Republican fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody in, in the town is just like a, a voted in member of the local, <laughs> not judiciary, the the local political shit that's going on there is calling that person a hero. You know, yeah. a kid that drove across state lines mm-hmm. with a gun that was illegal yeah. for him to have. Yes. And shot two people, one in the head, another one in the chest, killing them. Yeah. yeah. And then it's they a set fucking up a, hero yeah. for defending no. property that wasn't his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a GoFundMe that's raised thousands of dollars for his legal defense. And now, I want to be Kyle, Kyle. <coughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. Hey, hey, I know you're I know you're watching this right now. Uh, yeah, d- because they let you watch this in prison. <laughs> Businesses have insurance. 
for a fucking reason. You know, yeah. you yeah. have insurance on your car for the same fucking reason. You know, mm-hmm. it's in case shit happens. Yes. You don't need to go to some other person's town with a fucking weapon and defend it against people that are protesting. If I was a business owner in Kenosha <laughs> at that night and they were burning shit down, I'd be like, please hit my store. Please fucking hit my store. <laughs> Please burn my shit down. You know? Honestly, right now, yeah. If you're a if you're a business owner, <laughs> you you would yeah. probably be better off filing well, yeah. a, a, an insurance claim for for everything. Oh wait, but they're they're going to take that stay, out of context. They're trying Al. to stay open and do it and do actual business. Someone's going to yeah. come back and be like, "Oh, you guys were advocating people doing insurance fraud." Like, no, just it's, the economy no. fucking sucks right yes. now. <laughs> so. I, I know lots of restaurants in town that would love to have rioters burn down their restaurant right now because you they know. would make more money than they're making under COVID. Oh, they would be able they'd be able to at least save their assets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of constantly being drained dollar for yeah. dollar every month, they're not making yeah. because they can't have people sitting in their restaurants. So yeah, and because losing. Congress won't pass anymore. No, COVID it's not money. Congress. It's the Republicans in the Senate. In Senate, yeah. Yeah. Now, Doorknob head I'm in chat. Doorknob head in chat saying, "I have insurance on my car because private insurance is a big money scam." Yes, it, it is. Well, yeah. well, it is. But but the thing is, do you? If you were to have a enough money where you could sock it away and pay out whenever something happens to you, great. By all means, have your giant bank account. Most yeah. of us don't have that. You know. Nope. Especially when it comes to people getting injured, you know, it's like, Mm. you know, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of insurance companies, but find me another way of doing it. Find find me another way that you could possibly have everybody that's on the road being able to drive on the road with no, you know, with with the accidents that happen, injuries that happen, deaths that happen. Yeah. And it's for your car insurance, it's, you know, only a small percentage of that is for your actual car. Most of it's for the personal injury and that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Most of it's liability for the damage you do to Mm -hmm. other people. Oh, man. I used to love getting, having only liability, only insurance when I had a 68 Impala. Like there was nothing that was going to hurt my car. You know, there was nothing (laughs) on the road that was going to destroy my car. Yeah. Except me. But like it was like thirty bucks a month for insurance on that thing because it was just liability, just in case shit happened. Yeah, one of the reasons I always drove like a ten year old car. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, especially if you've got it paid off and everything too. So it's just yeah. like great. You don't have to worry about a car payment, and you get cheap insurance. So. Yep. And then there are places like British Columbia where the province runs the auto insurance, and the rates are extremely low. Oh, we can't. Oh, but that's socialism. That's socialism. Now, doorknob head. Purple, I think he hangs out a lot in your chat too, and I've seen him. I've seen him a couple of times in our chat as well. It's just and pretending we didn't live in a failed state. Like you're all sunshine and fucking sparkles here. You know that's great. You know I've I, I've got Bob. Bob's enough for me to worry about shit going sideways in our own chat. I don't need it from you, man. <laughs> Bob, I love you. I'm just giving you a hard fucking time. <laughs> So by all means, we are at that point where we need to uh, get ready to call it good here for the uh, the live stream. We're glad to be back. I'm glad that, well, I mean, I'm still in limbo. They're going to give them a week. So it's going to be another week of this shit. And it's one of those things where you have to reach that level of grief where you're just drained enough from it where you're like, man, I just, 
I've accepted it at this point. And yeah. that, that's she's getting there. And it sucks because I can't you can't do anything for people grieving. Nothing. No, you can't. No. So and for me, like I lost grandparents and it's only the occasional thing that you see, hear, smell, or you, it, it's one of those weird, you get a sensation that comes over you and you're like, oh yeah, it's just like grandma used to make, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just all of a sudden fucking hits mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do. There's not a goddamn thing you can do to help out people except for give them their space and give them their time. And right. kids are the worst I mean, you can always, fucking you can, thing. You can always, you can always slip the, slip and slip a nurse hundred to uh, give them a few extra doses of painkiller. Uh, I don't know. Can they give it to me instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I had so many conversations with nurses. I sure could use oh, that so Xanax right now. Oh, so many. And they understand. So many of them understand so much. Can't tell you how many <laughs> times I heard, oh, if I could, if I could. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh let's get into uh question and answers let's get a couple of questions from people in chat and we'll uh Please. we'll uh we'll answer your questions i know it takes a couple of seconds for it to show up so just whenever you got us whenever you got a question anything that's on your mind fire it that's off right. and we'll talk about it so that's right it's time for x to be mr question man i love fucking q a stuff like that was one of my favorite favorite videos i ever recorded was like people ask questions about me and i'm like cool i can talk about myself for a long fucking time you know <laughs> As you guys have seen on that live stream with Mr. Excremento on Twitch and YouTube, you know, I had a fun story I was telling the other day while I was building shit in Minecraft about my abusive dad, you know, not taking me to the doctor when I had pneumonia. Mm. So that was fun. You too. Okay. All right. Let's see. What are they talking about here? Sure. If I just had someone scratch the paint, they would list mine as totaled. Oh, yeah. That's you, Purple. You wrote that. Okay. Why is there a movie called Ants on a Plane, and why did I watch it? Now, wait a second. Wait a second. No. No, there can't be it's, a movie called I'm Ants sorry, on, a plane. on a Plane. If there is a movie called Ants on a Plane, how did you not watch it? That's what I want. I paid good money to go see Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Because I'm well, like, this movie is outrageous enough that I'm going to watch this goddamn movie. Yeah. And it was a brilliant piece of cinema. because you knew exactly what you were walking into there were no surprises at all with that movie at all absolutely not the entire movie was built on samuel l jackson saying one thing i'm sick and tired of these motherfucking motherfucking snakes that's where they started and they went okay great how do we work up to this let's work back how do we build a movie around this well i still remember like back in 19 in the mid 70s William Castle's last movie was called Bug, and it was about these roaches that came out from the center of the earth that burned things down. <laughs> uh, we have a super chat from Karen Sheets uh, for $5. It says, stay safe and crazy, X. Why is President Trump, or just why is President Trump? Oh, my fucking God. Well, you see, the 80s, there was a lot of cocaine. Um, yes. <laughs> among other things. Uh, I, I can't, I can't think of it. Why is president Trump? Because Fred decided to get horny with his wife at one night and decided to spawn that piece of shit that we have as our president right no, now. It's, so it's, why is, why is Trump president? Because, why is Trump because, president? Because, because this country's Vladimir fucking broke. <laughs> that is, that is, that is the way he paid off his debt. <laughs> uh, 
Don't know. My God, we don't know. We don't know the full answer to that question because it is it is yet. a yet. <laughs> yet. It is yet. something that <laughs> people will. will be writing will. PhD dissertations on for Oh, yeah. to come. The, the amount of shit, the amount of shit that's going to eventually, eventually come out and people are going to uncover and we're going to be amazed. Uh, and we I'm just through this and we are still going to read it and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's like how we got with Nixon a couple of years ago. Some of the shit that was recently unclassified about Nixon. Yeah. 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 And you're like, what the fuck was wrong with you people at the time? Why did you vote Nixon? Like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, okay, I get it now. <laughs> fuck. <Yeah. laughs> but at least that guy had the fucking common decency to bow out so that he could get a fucking pardon. I don't... <laughs> I, I think if if Trump loses big time, that might be the kind of thing we're going to be facing with him coming up soon. Well, however... That's, that's, however, that's, a, that's apparently the plan. That's been the plan for, for a while. However, he's going to face a lot of state charges in New York, so that's going to be funny as shit. Hopefully, yeah, that is <laughs> Trump's that is problem. Enough. Just Pick the wrong town him won't be enough because he's facing charges from at least seventeen states' attorney generals as soon as he's out of office. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he could end up. <laughs> he could end up being the first U.S. president to go into exile. That's mm. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's going to have to flee the country, or well, he's going to wind up Moscow. You know. He'll run into the Russian embassy. Yeah, he'll oh, die in Moscow. Oh, wait a second. Sanctuary! This, this, oh, my God. I'm looking at this ants on a plane and it has Antonio Sabato Jr. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Just the thought of a bunch of ants ants destroying a, Antonio Sabato Jr. That was my favorite MacGyver episode was the one with the ants, you know. I remember that one. You know, uh, honestly, the ants would be worse than the snakes because the ants are prone to getting into electrical circuits and shorting things out. Yeah. Isn't there... Yeah, there was an episode on Rick and Morty where, like, there was the ant colony that was like a sentient ant colony that, it, like, never mind. That was the Vindicators episode. Nobody watched that. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm I thinking of that. the ants no. on um, on the episode of The Simpsons when Homer goes into space. Oh, mm. there was also a movie. Protect the Queen. Yeah. Protect the Queen. Yeah. In the, Trump's the Queen. I'm the Queen. No, you're not. In the, <laughs> in the early seventies, there was a movie called Phase Four, directed by Jewel, no Saul Bass, and it was about. How a lunar eclipse had mutated ants to take over the Earth. I remember weird. watching them, you know, back in the oh, day. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> the James Arthur. Okay, oh. uh, let's see. Susan Turpin says, what's y'all's favorite dinosaurs? Three guesses. <laughs> well, you don't have my icon. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the icon, so we can't see it. So I, I know that one. But uh, uh, let's see. Favorite dinosaurs, Jim Baker. And uh, Pat Robertson. Um, oh, I think Sinclair. Oh, and uh, and Strom Thurmond. Wow, what a fucking character, man. Uh, yeah, but he is actually extinct now. Yeah, finally. thank goodness. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm reincarnated from a Taurosaurus that lived in Montana 66 million years ago. Well, when it comes to dinosaurs, I remember the toy dinosaur I got from Sinclair Gas. I had a whole set of Sinclair dinosaurs. I did used to buy the Jurassic Park models when I was in when it was the nineties and the movie first came out. I had the, I had the, the Raptor models, so they were kind of cool. But I suppose I should be um, patriotic and pick an Australian dinosaur, so I'll go with a Mutaburrosaurus. <laughs> All right, let's see. Azozio says, "Is Trump's hair real?" Well, I mean, only his hairdresser knows for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
mean, he needs more Brill Cream. <laughs> oh man, it, it's real, yeah. yes, but half it, of it it's came real. From his ass. It's real, but it's the most elaborate comb over in history. So he had he had he had plugs put in at one time because yeah. he was balding because mm. fucking yeah. Fred 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 Trump was bald. Mm-hmm. Actually, I guess it matters more about Mary Mary's side of the family. I think doesn't it yeah. come through well, in the, the maternal side? He didn't, side? He didn't do he didn't do plugs. Uh, he, they did a, it was a scalp transplant and it turned out bad. It like turned it was, out bad. It didn't go well. It didn't take. And so gone. what he, he has gone. is he has the hairstyle from Kingpin with Bill Murray. The guy that can't let go of the fact that he's going bald. Bill Murray's character he had that fucking terrible comb over, but it was like this part and this part are super fucking long so that you can like bouffant it up over here. Yeah. You know, it's just, mm-hmm terrible so uh, i'm surprised nobody answered velocipaster <laughs> <laughs> no no my my favorite my favorite is still earl sinclair sinclair get in here <laughs> now that show holds up that yeah that show actually does <laughs> I mean especially the last season of it when they got canceled and the Muppet guys were like, well, fuck it. We're going to put it. We're going to cram as much as we can into this shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to shoehorn every political issue of our times in here. That, that was great because they're just like, what about, uh, but, uh, Mr. Oh, fuck was the, uh, the boss's name. I can't remember what it is, but, um, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember that either. But Sinclair, come in here and tell me about what's going on. And he's like, well, you know, the world's ending. That's a quarter three problem. I'm worried about quarter one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they had the humans were like the pe- the pests, I think is what they were at the time. They're like, they're getting everywhere. They're all over the place. Yeah, the mammals. Yeah. Yeah, the mammals. Okay, mm-hmm. guys, we got to go. It's been, uh, we're, we're a little bit over time here. Just a couple minutes, not that many. And um, actually watch Dinosaur Train. That was a fun show. I actually quite enjoyed that one. My, sorry, I just got sidetracked because I'm like dinosaur stuff, dinosaur stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dinosaur Train was fun. <laughs> Because my kids like that show quite a bit. Okay, well, I'm going to put you guys over to the uh, getting out of here <laughs> screen. Doctor so. Scott, God damn it! And uh, oh, thanks for oh. watching. <laughs> all that fun stuff, and we'll catch you guys next week with more of this. So uh, okay, okay. good night. Till then, oh. have a good week. Good night. Bye. Nighty night. Oh, Cal, Cal, you on brought, the plane. No, no, Cal brought up Eugene W. Eugene Scott. Oh man, Randolph Scott. No.